Hey guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Nate. And we are going to tell you all the things you really want to hear for teens. So if there's anything that we haven't talked about yet or questions that you have that you'd like to know about, let us know by emailing us at realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And that's the number four. So once again, realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our new episodes every week. Oh my gosh, it has been way too long. Um, we tried to do this stuff every week and school started and the last month has been so crazy. Sorry, this has been a crazy month. This, what, our last episode though was about a month ago. So, so sorry that you guys have had to wait, but. Sorry guys, it's really my fault. I'll be honest. Nate's always like, we need to do a podcast. And I'm like, I'm too tired. <gasps> it's true. But life is crazy, so. Well, here we are. We'll try to be more regular. But here's the thing. If you guys will uh, get us questions on Instagram or on email, I think it'll help us to be a lot more consistent with this. We haven't had questions for a while, but. Well, we had one two weeks ago. And she didn't I, tell me. I didn't tell Nate about it because then I knew he'd be like, we have to do a podcast. And life is crazy. Right now, we have nine games. I have nine games I need to go to a week with football, volleyball, because we have three kids playing football, one girl cheering for football, Nate coaching football, and the girl playing volleyball. And about 15 practices. So, I'm sorry. Okay, I am sorry to the person who sent in the question. I won't name you. Better late than never. But I really am sorry. So this is the question. What led you guys to your careers and how can a teen or you apply and learn from it? So I'm guessing based off of what we've learned from our careers how can they apply what yeah or how we were led to our careers i mean how can mm -hmm. they apply what led us to our careers to their lives is what it sounds like yeah but i think the question is pretty straightforward you just made it more confusing i'm just trying to put it into words that i understand so i guess i'm just complicated <laughs> more co you are complicated why you gotta be so complicated you well, remember that song Yes. From Avril Lavigne? Yes, I remember that song. You guys probably don't even know that song. You should look oh, it up. Oh, come on. Kids listen to a lot of old music. Do you, oh, yeah. It's weird. Um, They'll be like, this is like my favorite song. Because that's what kids sound like. What song? I don't know, but it's... I'm like, that came out when I was in high school. Like which one? Um. Uh, what was the song they were listening to the Careful, other day? you're going to date yourself right now. Right was not... It wasn't an appropriate song, so maybe I won't name it. Oh, so why were they hearing an, an inappropriate song at school? No, they were trying to play it. Oh. And they started playing it in my classroom. I said, turn that off. And they said, why? It's the clean version. Oh. I'm like, okay, I know the words to that song because I used to listen to that in high school. Okay, okay. Whoops. I see, I see, I see. <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't admit that I listened to that in high school. Anyway. Well, you didn't tell them what it was, so you didn't admit anything. But to my students, I might. Well, maybe I didn't tell them I listened to it. But now if they're listening, they're going to know. Which we have some students listening now, I hear. 
Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Neither do I. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, okay. um, I was sorry. Led, sorry, was back to your question. It's how kind were of a, you led to your career? I know how I was when mine, I was. Well, mine's a complicated question because mine came first. Right? Well, should I? No, mine came first. No, and I got my career before you got yours. But I decided before you did. Well, you never talked to me about it. That's because I was like five years old playing teacher with mm. my friends. Anyway. Actually, no. Mine came later. I mean, of course, I liked to play school when I was a kid. But mine came in high school-ish area when I decided. Well, it's funny. Like, her and I talked about everything. We never talked about how she wanted to ever be a teacher. And that never came up. Well, what did I want to be when we got married? You wanted to be a world-famous mechanic? No, not when, we fir- not when we first got married. Not true. That's why we went to... Well, you I wanted, wanted to be a dental hygienist. Oh, that's oh right. wait, maybe... Well, you wanted to go to WyoTech, though, remember? That was after we were married, right? Right after. That's true. Yeah, it was before. It was before we got married. I wanted to be a dental hygienist because that would be a good mom job, and I needed a good mom job well, at anyway. that moment. But yeah, so I never know you wanted to be a teacher, though. Well, in high school. Okay, so I wanted to be a dental hygienist, and then we talked about me being a mechanic because I chose a job, or to move on with a job that I was working at. I was working at Jiffy Lube, and they wrote a newspaper article about me. She was on the front page. I was on the front page. It's pretty cool, actually. And I had pink nails because we had just gotten married, so I had my nails all manicured and cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, but then Jiffy Lube said, we will make you a manager, and then... We had to move. Yeah, we had to move, like, a couple hours away from family, That's and right. that was pretty hard. Yeah. And then... It was hard. We moved back, and I went to school again, and I remembered the impact a high school teacher had on me. He... I wasn't making the... I want to say dumb choices... I wasn't making the easiest choices for myself, I guess. She made choices, her life more challenging yeah. based on the choices she made. Exactly. So this teacher, though, was always like, you know what? You can do it. You're going to graduate. You're going to go to college. Oh, You're awesome. Your You're amazing. Teacher. Yeah, my English teacher. Shout out to... Shout out to... Mr. Rudder. Yeah. Mr. Rudder. Mr. Rudder. Yeah. He's awesome. He does photography now. Yeah, and... Anyway, so he always told me, he would tell girls, which I don't know if you can get away with this now, but he'd say, you're, you don't have to just be beautiful, you can be beautiful and smart. And he'd always say, like, you're beautiful and smart. And that way, it was like, okay for girls to be smart, not just care about our looks. Anyway, he always was there, like... To tell me I could make it when a lot of people didn't think I was going to graduate or even do anything with my life. And he encouraged me to go to college. And I looked back and saw the impact that he had on me and how much it helped me because I was in college and I graduated high school. And so I wanted to do the same for kids. I wanted to help them become the best person that they could be which I think all my hard choices I made really I think it helps me be a better teacher because I'm more understanding of kids when they do things that their parents don't 
approve of. You know, I don't know. And then I wanted to teach math because math is awesome. Yep, I don't care what you say. You're probably all like, ew, I hate math. But guess what? Math is awesome. And I could not complete some classes. We had kids and I was pregnant. And so I thought, well, what else could I do? And they brought up health. And I'm like, health is perfect. This is like a perfect topic for me to teach because it goes into so many things that I have experienced in my life or like my family members have experienced. So I've experienced through them. Yeah, there you go. How about you, Nate? Was yours as amazing as my story? Well, you have a lot of stuff out. Nate just flipped a coin and that's it. Just kidding. Nate changed his mind like 10 times with his degree. All right, so let's go back, Nate. Way back a long, long, long time ago to when you started going to college. That was a long time ago. Back when I first started? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, 2005, I think. Oh, I was like a baby. <sighs> yeah, you were 15. Um, Whoa, you just told them how old I am. Yeah. We were trying not to do that. Oh, well, it's all right. Never tell a lady or never ask a lady her age, but now you guys know. Um, mm. Let's see. So, yeah, I started school back in 2005. I had no idea, actually, what I wanted to do, just that I wanted to go to school because I'd worked a lot of, you know, just manual labor type of jobs. I mean, I, you know. I, so you just had a baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My ex-wife did not support of me being in school um, because we just needed to be making money and so school was not an option. And so I went for a while and then I stopped. Um, and then a couple years after that, got divorced. Um, and then what? We got married in 2009, a couple years after I was divorced or I was separated and then divorced a couple years later. But. Um, we got married in 2009. That's when you took your job, your management job at mm -hmm. Jiffy Lube, right? Yeah, and we moved. Yep, and then we moved. And that was hard. Like, we were we were so broke. I remember when we were down there, there was a time where our little boy, he's a baby, wanted a banana. And we literally actually didn't have the money to even buy a banana. We were that broke. And we were working literally from sunup to sundown. I remember we left home. Six? Yeah, at least, maybe earlier, and then didn't get home till after dark. It was terrible. It was terrible. And a banana, guys, that's a quarter. Well, back then it was less than that, I'm sure. But who knows? And then when we went home, I just, I knew I had to do something else. I knew I had to do something else with my life. And so what, we moved back right around Christmas, and then I went to school that, that spring. Mm -hmm. um, originally, I was going to school to be an engineer. Uh, I started in math, couldn't get there, and anyway, lots of things happened along the way. I mean, like I think I was, I went from math to okay, what do I want to do with my life? What do I enjoy? I wanted to do something that I enjoyed, but I didn't want it to be based on money completely. So I thought, well, I'll be, I'll do history, and then I realized you have to have a PhD to do anything with history. Um, and then I started thinking again, like, okay, what do I want to do? And you know, it came to me that I, I wanted to help people. That's what I ultimately decided that I wanted to do. About this time, I talked to Jessica's grandpa, and he, you know, we've talked about him on the show before. He was a psychologist for a long, long time. But he told me, he said, you know, if you really want to help people, like really want to help people, 
be a classroom teacher. He said that you will do more good for people in the classroom in a few short years than I did in my whole career. And at that point, I really started considering being a teacher. I'd never thought about that before. Um, so I tried to get into the teaching program and I got denied. So then I thought, okay, great. Then what's next? So I went to the police academy. Uh, while I was there for that semester, um, I realized that if I didn't get my bachelor's degree before I became a police officer, I'd never um, get my degree. So I quit the academy. There were some other reasons that I quit too, but that's the main reason. And I reapplied to the teaching program and got in that time. So, so really, ultimately, it really was just that I wanted to help people. But teaching was never, ever, ever a job that I ever wanted. Um, but I think, you know, like Jess, like my experiences, the things that I've gone through in my life, um, from my parents' divorce to um, various moments where I was abused in all the ways, um, it really helps me to relate to kids. I, I kind of feel like, well, no, I don't feel like I know that my experiences, even to this point, have made me the perfect candidate to be able to work with kids who are going through times that, I mean, your teenage years are the hardest. And and ultimately, that's the reason we decided, well, not the only reason, but one of the big factors that we decided to do this whole podcast is so that we can try to widen our net and try to help more people and more kids uh, beyond where we teach and beyond where we live and even, you know, beyond just school time. So that's kind of a gist of it. Yeah. I think if we were to give anyone advice and how to apply what we did into choosing your future career, one, do, I love this quote, do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. Yeah, like choose something you love doing. I like getting up and going to hang out with teenagers. That sounds weird. No, I I. That sounded weird. No, it doesn't, though, because <laughs> you're a teacher. I spend so much time with teenage kids because, like, mm. I get up, go to work. I'm there all day with teenage kids. And then I leave work, come home, change my clothes, and go right to football practice where I am with more teenage kids. It's just my whole day is I, – I enjoy it, too. you know. And then you come home, and your wife is acting like a teenager. That's true, so. and we have a teenager at home. Uh-huh. We have three teenagers. Yeah, crazy. Um, no – Anyway, so if you, like, really choose something that you really enjoy, I would not base it completely off of money. Yes, you need to look at, like, financial well, situations. We're the wrong people to ask for that. We're teachers. Yeah. But, I mean, so, so in reality, the two of us together, we do fine. Individually, it would be hard. But I would say don't let money be the deciding factor at all. Just because it works out. Yeah. I mean, the amount of hours that I work sound like a lot. You know, I mean, I, I work, you know, on average with coaching and everything. I'm, I mean, what average it, you know, five to seven o'clock, five days a week on average, if I averaged it. Um, that being 5 said. 5 a.m.? Well, I get up at five and. But you're not working. Well, no, but my day starts at five and. Yeah, okay, calms okay, down okay, about okay, seven. Fine. Anyway, that being said, um, but I enjoy what I do. I enjoy it. And I'm also, you know, where my kids need me need me to be. Like I, I, I love what I do. And 
I think that's more important. Like we, we know people who pick careers based off of income alone and they're not happy. Mm-mm. Money doesn't, I mean, there's that quote that money doesn't buy happiness, but it sure helps. That's kind of the quote. And it, it does help. Like when, when Jess and I finally both started working, you could feel a lot of things alleviated, but really all I think that it did is it empowered us to be able to help more people because we didn't have to worry about ourselves as much. Like we don't worry a lot about ourselves individually, not that we're ever going to be rich, but we're never going to be poor either. Like we're, we're going to be able to buy a banana. We're in a good spot. Right. So that we can really just focus on trying to help kids. That's kind of where we're at. But if you're only worried about money, that's what you'll get. So Exactly. So choose something that you're interested in. I mean, yes, you do have to consider money because... You do, but... And you you kind of have to be real with yourself. This might sound a little harsh, but there's some people that I've heard that they're like, well, when I grow up, I'm going to go to the NFL. And I'm like, awesome. I love that you have that goal. I love it. But... There's things that sometimes we can't um, decide, like an injury. So what is your backup plan? Like always have a backup plan of something else you could enjoy in case your first plan doesn't go. That's a great example. You guys may not know who this guy is. Some people will, some people won't. But there was an NFL quarterback. His name was Steve Young. He uh, was a quarterback for a long time. He played left left out basically left bench he didn't play for a while and then when he started playing he was great but he actually was going to school and finishing school in the background to be a lawyer so he's a lawyer now too so he had a backup plan like you should have a backup mm-hmm. plan in case things just don't and that was even after he was in the nfl so you should have a backup plan just in case things don't work out the way you plan don't put all your eggs in one basket as they say yeah but also understand that it's okay to change your mind and it's okay not to know 100% what you're going to do right when you graduate high school. And it's also okay to do multiple things too. how many times? Oh, I changed like five or six times with a family and mm-hmm. time was against me. Like I had to start making money to take care of my family. So yeah, so it's okay. You may not know now what you're going to do, but you'll figure it out and you'll be fine. Yeah. Just find something that you enjoy. And school will teach you that too. Like you know, your mind will open, you'll change. But go to school. Well, and, and that also that question was kind of good because brings us into a little bit about what we want to talk about, right? Does it? It does. School or? No. Remember? Viewpoints that people have and. Yeah, I, I read. Okay, so I was looking at and, stuff. And being. The importance of taking the perspective of others. Yeah, so. Is that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I think that's great. Like, you, you, especially teenagers, it's super, super easy to just hear what somebody says but not really hear mm-hmm. or be like, oh, you're stupid and don't listen. Not just as teenagers, though. Well, I mean, no, no, that's true. let's think about you and I. Definitely in general, like as adults even. Like, Jess and I fight all the time. No, I'm just kidding. But Nate fights all the time. It's all his fault. Never mind. No, but we do, we do get in arguments every once in a while, and you know, even even when you really really love somebody as much as she loves me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I do love him. Arguments. I love him so much. Arguments happen still. And I still and love you, even when you're wrong. It's important. Well, and I'm <laughs> always wrong, guys. Remember, you're always wrong. Oh wow! If you could like, I'm gonna replay this for you every time when we're in. Even when you're right. <laughs> 
you're wrong. And even mm-hmm. when she's wrong, she's right. Um, in reality, that's all in good fun. But it's important to see somebody else's point of view and actually really try to understand where they're coming from. And I think a lot of that comes from what listening skills and trying to put yourself in people's shoes. So I think what one tip I would give you. So if you're listening to somebody talk to you about something that you're just like, you are nuts and you have no care to hear what they have to say, ask yourself, well, who is this person? Because if you care about them, then you need to listen. If you don't, it's easy. You can walk away. And so let's say this is somebody you care about, then listen actively, like hear what they're saying without knowing what you're going to say until after they're finished speaking. If you're thinking about what you're going to say before they finish what they're saying, you're not really listening. So hear what they're actually saying and then respond rather than respond in your mind mentally long before they finish what they're saying. Well, and if you do that, and even if you have like a response in your mind, because I mean, Nate and I were talking today and I did that. Like I had my response. I'm like, no, just listen. Sometimes my response that I was going to say isn't valid anymore after he's done talking. So what? Why are you smiling at me? I'm just sitting here thinking she said that, but in reality, she's never wrong. So what? Her initial response. It's correct. She doesn't have to Oh my gosh. Anyway. No, but sometimes (laughs) when you keep listening to them instead of responding right away, especially if you're in an argument and you're wanting to be defensive, it really, it's a good thing. But the reason why I wanted to talk about this, I don't know why Nate did, but I maybe I'll... so he understands I'm right. Um, but the reason why I wanted to is because in schools today, in social media today, well, in sure. the public news today, oh my goodness, people are so against each other. Yeah, they have a different point of view, and so they hate each other. We don't honor each other's no. perspectives. Um, or just even just respecting them. Just well, no, having and, a little bit of respect. And like Our country was founded on disagreements, but still mutual respect. And things have gotten so political that that mutual respect doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It's been replaced by mutual hatred. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it's supposed to be. So the challenge goes out to to all of us to say, look, just because somebody has a different viewpoint doesn't mean that we have to hate them. Yeah. You should sing that song. I don't know what song. Well, we're talking about respect. Oh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, that one? Yeah. Oh, Let's hear wait, it. you sing it. Let's hear sing. it. Nate doesn't ah, sing. Nate does sing. Nate definitely sings. Actually, I think I've only got you to sing to me like three times. Yeah, it doesn't Four happen. times. He's good. He, he should keep singing. Anyway, so I looked up the five important aspects of perspective taking. And I want to go through these. Is that okay with you, Nate? Sure. <laughs> sure. I hate that word. I actually do. Sure. How about whatever? Whatever is better than sure. No, whatever is not good. No. Sure is like when you're texting someone and you're like, hey, do you want to hang out? And they put, sure. What does that even mean? Well, you're taking it negative. To me, it sounds like, sure, and they're all excited. <laughs> Did they, they didn't put an exclamation point. It was a sure, well, but period. Well, like, sure, and then it's an exclamation point because like, they're not. At least I'm doing voices for you guys. She doesn't do anything. Are you kidding? I did voices when I talked about them being a student. All right, number one way 
or the important aspect of perspective taking? Oh, oh this is from psychologytoday.com. Okay, just so you know. Is realizing that everyone involved has, has a unique perspective. No two people will see a situation or issue in the exact same way. So this is really good because Nate and I can be frustrated about something and it actually was really good today to kind of take a step back and see why is Nate seeing this situation this way and why am I seeing it that way? And we were able to talk about it and it really helped me be like, oh, okay, well, I didn't grow up that way, so I'm going to see this different because I grew up this way and I I don't know if it helped him see that. But for me, it was really good just well, understanding just different ways even we were raised which is going to make us respond to some situations differently than each other well and i think at the end of the day right there you you hit it on the head especially when you're in school if somebody has a differing view than you you got to remember you don't you don't know what's going on in their life mm -hmm. you don't know what their life is like you don't you, you don't know and all of those experiences that have made them into who they are at that moment it impacts them just yeah. like the ones that you've had have impacted you so we're all different that means we're all gonna have different opinions I teach this in my classroom all the time my my opinion is gonna be very different you know from a lot of my students but number one I don't tell people my opinion because it's not my place to teach them my opinion that's not my job my job is to teach them facts and let them decide yeah um, but you you need to uh, recognize that people can have different views and honor that. You don't have to agree with them, uh -uh. but you have to honor it. There's a really famous quote. Um, I believe it's by Maximilian Robespierre. He, uh, Who? Maximilian Robespierre. Robespierre? He's French. Is he a PA? And like a physician assistant, or is his name is no, Robespierre? Is it's his spelled Robespierre, name. okay? But he Why don't said, you say Pierre then? He said sorry, that sorry guys. I may not agree with, with, with what you have to say, but I would die for your right to say it. It's one of my favorite quotes of mm. all time. And I feel that way. And, and we should. Like We live in a world where people should be able to say what they want as long as it's you know not like bomb on an airplane or something like that. And I'm not saying that in jest. Like, there's some things you can't say. But mostly you should be able to say what you want. And even if someone doesn't agree with you, that should be okay. Like you're allowed to have your own opinion. That 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 should be honored. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you don't agree, you can either sidestep that opinion, or if you can actually talk to somebody about it, if it's not too uh, crazy of a notion or an idea, talk. But everyone deserves to have their own opinion. That's kind of what it is to be human. We can't force people to see things the way that we see things. That's that takes away the whole human experience. Yeah, exactly. Um. The third one, the second one was kind of just people's <coughs> situation is going to make them see things in a different light based on their situation. Which we just which, talked about. Yeah, yeah, we talked about. So the third is that people can have different perspectives at different times. So this is super interesting because you and I kind of talked about this is how we see things. So we were in a class because teachers have to go to classes and learn too where all the time a the teacher in the class showed us a picture 
and it had tons of different things on the picture. There were toys. Like, it, yeah. was, it was a picture of a whole bunch of different colored toys. I actually used this in my class the other day. Did you? I I'm going to use it. I used it. Yeah. Anyway, so he, I actually showed some football kids this. I'll tell you why in a second. Anyway, so he showed us this picture and said, okay, I want you to remember all the green things. And so he has said, you have 30 seconds to remember all the green things. So we're sitting, memorizing them, and I don't even remember what they were. And then he changed it, the slide, and it said, okay, now tell me all the pink things. It said all the gray things, but yeah. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. Did it matter? Well, if you're trying to get your point across, she just didn't remember the colors, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. I don't remember the colors. The point right, was, it didn't is, matter. it's like, well, you had whatever to look at the red choose, thing, yeah, whatever the green your... things, and then he said, well, really, I want you to know, I want you to say what the gray things were. And since you weren't looking for the gray things, you didn't notice them. Exactly. So what you are looking for is what you're going to notice more often. So what like she's... Like this, this one says... <laughs> When you are hungry, for example, you notice all the food in a room. When you are not hungry, the food tends not to attract your attention. So what she's also saying is, is like, if you're having a conversation with somebody and you're already irritated, mm -hmm. you're going to approach that conversation in an irritated way. So sometimes it's better just to walk away from the situation, let your mind clear, and then come back to it later on because now maybe you won't see it in an irritated way. Or if someone is talking about someone else to you and they're talking about them in a negative way, you're automatically, when you see that person, going to think something negative. I remember um, I was meeting someone and I'd never met them before and they were, someone else had told me something really rude about this person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking I know, about. No, I don't know what you're talking about. What I'm referring to is, is oh, well, then when your I, first impression yeah, is already made because of what exactly. you heard. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. And so when I saw this person, she, I was like, she looks like the biggest brat I have ever met. Because what you heard. Because of what I'd heard. But opinion. guess what? Now I got to know her, which I'm glad. And I'm pretty good about not listening to what people have to say. I actually like to make it the opposite. Like if they say something negative, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be their friend. Anyway, I got to know this person and she is a good friend of mine. I really, I really like her and she's awesome. She really is awesome. But if I ever hear anything negative about, especially with students, like if I ever hear like another student say, oh, good luck with that kid, then yeah. it is like, <laughs> I just don't want to have that opinion. And so... I try to forget about that and make my own opinion and well, own relationship. That reminds me, like, a lot of the times teachers will go to teachers of the previous year and just say, hey, look at my role and see if I have any problems. And sometimes, I don't think I've ever done that. Sometimes that can be helpful, I guess, but I don't like doing that myself because I don't want to have any preconceived notions. I don't want to know who the kids are before they come into my class. I want to make up my opinion on my own, and I don't want it to be... I don't want my viewpoint of them to be changed based on what somebody else thinks. So Exactly. So you just have to realize sometimes people's perspective on things based on what they're going through, it may be different than what you think because of what you're going through. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure and you for may sure. take what they're saying negatively 
because of what you're going through. And like you said, maybe you need to take a step back and yeah, yeah, see it differently. Okay, what's your other one? Um, the same message can mean two entirely different things from two different perspectives. It's so true. Oh like my gosh, we have that conversation. Oh all my the time. gosh, we do. We were finishing our basement. And I would say it needs to be done this way. We were hanging sheetrock together, which I love Nate more than anything, but that was a nightmare and I'd never want to do it again um, because our minds work so differently. So I would be saying, we need to do this. And he'd be like, no, we need to do it this way. And I'd be like, what are you even saying? What do you even mean? And it would make no sense. And come to find out, we are saying the exact same thing. But in be, two different ways. And because of our our frustration, you couldn't see it. I mean, oh, I'll give man. you I'll give you another example of this. Um, I give my students, if they can find me at a football game, I give them extra credit if they find me and then they take a selfie and email it to me. Um, so we have a game coming up the last one of the season that's really far away. And I told the kids that if they came to that game and did the same thing, I'd give them 100% on their next test. That being said, they're like, what? And everybody's all really wanting to go. But the reason I said that wasn't to try to motivate kids to get to the game, which is what the viewpoint has been from some people. It really, for me, was the effort to get there is so huge that if they really went through that effort, then I would reward them differently because it was just so far away. Um, and I let the kids know that that was something I offered, not trying again to motivate kids to come up, but they saw it differently than I meant it. Um, and it really just depends on, on your view of the situation. Like I talked to a dad about it the other day and he's like, oh yeah, that's a little bit different than how she said it. Well, and they still have to take the test and yeah, they still have to take the test. They still have to put in the effort. It's not like I'm just going to say, Hey, don't do it. Like they still have to know the content, but yeah, exactly. it's, it's just, anyway, it, it's just interesting that depending on the, the person's point of view, it really can mean something entirely different. So, yeah. All right. Last is misunderstandings often occur because we assume that everyone sees things from the same perspective as we do. And I feel like we've already. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, I guess one other poll on that would be just like, we are really, I mean, like, kind of like micro um, versions of our parents, of our experiences, whether we have parents or guardians or whatever. And we have parts of them inside of us, especially when we're kids. And so what I'm, what I'm meaning by that is, is like if we're raised in one religion versus another or without a religion or our parents have different jobs or Values whatever, and, that's yeah. going to impact the way that we hear and see things. It, it just will. Um, so I'm not saying that we are our parents. I'm just saying that the experiences we get from the way we're raised impact mm -hmm. the way that we see things. So like if you're raised in a household, um, that doesn't like cops, you're going to grow up not liking cops. Or if you're raised in a household that does, you're going to, or, or that is cops, you're going to have a different viewpoint. So my point about that is, is just remember, you're going to impact kids, adults, people that are going to have different views. And just because they have a view, it's not time to pull out your sword, your proverbial sword, and just start lashing them with your tongue because you don't agree with what they have to say. That's Sorry, not I'm okay. Sorry, I'm just imagining someone pulling out well, a sword. proverbial sword, I meaning know. you give them a tongue lashing. Well, they probably don't know what proverbial means, Nate. 
If I don't know what that means. Well, that's why I said tongue lashing, meaning you're going to yell at them because they have a okay, different view. There you go. You got to you got to remember. Tongue lashing means <laughs> it, yelling. It comes it comes from everywhere. It comes from somewhere. Like I I know people that have had really bad experience with police officers. I know them. And because of their really bad experiences, they expect all police officers to be that way. Mm -hmm. But then I know people who really love police officers because they've only had good experiences with them. So their viewpoint is going to be different. Um, you can apply it to a sports team. If you grew up in a home who absolutely hated, I don't know, the New York Jets, and then you have a friend who loves the New York Jets, the views are going to be different based on how you're raised. And it's just how it is. It's not like you're trying to, you know be mean to somebody because their viewpoint's different. It's just that yours is and theirs is. It has to be respected. It has mm -hmm. to. And it doesn't matter if it's something as simple as a sports team or something as serious as, you know, LGBTQ plus views or if it's, um, you know, how you feel about abortion or guns or whatever. You still should view people's views as valid. And it shouldn't be something that causes people to yell and want to, you know, beat each other up over that's it's it's yeah. dumb that's that's what's dividing people right now like we exactly. should amicably come together and say okay i understand why you feel this this is how i feel what can we agree on what are we the same on we might not agree here but what do we agree on and try to find common ground rather than look at the things that make us different exactly because honestly if i feel differently than someone else about something in that I'm not going to change their mind. No, you're Me not. Me yelling at them is not going to change their mind. So what good does I, it do? No, it just fuels hate and... It creates a divide. Exactly. I mean, I, I've got a neighbor who is a lawyer. Love this person. Love him. But you know, sometimes they listen to this. That's fine. I, I love him. And I, I would never say... Anyway, so... If they if, they really are great. If you're listening to this, and you know who you are, since I'm not going to say your name, <laughs> we can get into actual good arguments. Like, And sometimes our arguments sound pretty hefty. But him and I will always come to grips at the end because that's how him and I talk to each other. Mm -hmm. um, we just see things differently sometimes. But... I still love him. He's one of my favorite people. And I think he feels the same. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> Teasing, but I think he does. But the point is, is it's still possible to have an actual good-hearted debate, even one that sounds pretty crazy sometimes, um, because we, 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 can, we can get into it, not, not in a mean way, but just like really wholeheartedly get into it. We still are friends. We mm -hmm. still can be around each other and... It's, we don't always talk about those things we disagree about either. And we're not always going to be able to convince one another about our views either. It, it, that's not going to happen, but we can still talk about it. Like we can still enjoy each other's company. Yeah. That's, that's, I don't know. That's just an example I have, but. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't know. I didn't grow up that conflict and arguments were a good thing. So if we are spending time, like if we're on a double date and Nate is talking to this friend and they start talking about things, it makes me so Politics. uncomfortable. She, so she uncomfortable. hears anything political, she like wants to go. I do. I want to leave. But if at a young age, maybe I understood that people could talk like respectfully to each other about disagreements and be more positive, maybe... I would feel different. I'm sure I would. Uh, so it's important to learn trauma or something with that. Yeah, it's important to learn at your age 
that it's okay to disagree, especially in the world we live in right now. You, you're going to meet people that you have different opinions. Well, and that reminds me, I just had this thought too. If you've listened to this show and you feel like it's helped you, just know that this show has only come from a place of love from Jess and I. We don't know all of you. Um, I wish we could. Um, Ooh, that would be cool. All our listeners, like, send in a little... Maybe that'd be creepy. I don't know. I, I Well, I... I just I, I wish we could like like we teach kids so like we we genuinely do love interacting with kids and I I I tell my students not individually but I tell my students collectively like hey I love you guys um, you know like I try to let them know that I love them I hope they believe it because I really genuinely do but just know that it comes from a place of love that being said when somebody disagrees with you and and also just you know you guys are you know a lot of you guys are teenagers that means that. You and I aren't going to see eye to eye on everything, but I (laughs) still will love you, right? (laughs) So when you come across somebody in school or in life or something you don't agree with, you can still love that person. You can still love them because they're a person. You can still love them because they have different views. I mean, what makes them them is what makes someone lovable. The thing that I love most about my beautiful wife sitting here is the things that makes her her. I wouldn't want to change her for anything. I want her to be independent. I want her to have her own mind. I want her to have her own likes and dislikes. I want her to have those things. I don't want her to be like me. I didn't want to marry me. I wanted to marry her. The point is, is if you don't love somebody for who they are and you get mad at them because you're trying to get them to change, you're really just trying to make the whole world like you. And that's not where we live. That's not how things are. And just, that's a good thing to remember when you start dating. Or in general. It doesn't even have don't to be Don't try to you, change people and don't let people try to change you. Think about your friends. Do you want your friends? It doesn't yeah. have to be somebody you love. Do you want your friends to be the same as you? I mean, or, or those of you that have had friends that maybe tried to copy everything you did. I know that you probably thought that was annoying, even though you wouldn't tell them. Like... We don't. But that just means they like you. It's true, but we don't want everyone to be the same. No, life would be so boring. I mean, the black sheep has more fun than all the white sheep that follow each other around, right? What? Well, I mean, I just it, the black sheep is the one that stands They're out. They're the cutest. The Let's see. Well, there you go. They're the ones that stands out. Do you want to be the ones that stands out? Or do you want to be the one that looks like everybody else? We're supposed to be different. Do you remember That's that? what it means to be human. One time when we were differences, dating. things that make us who we are. What? Remember that oh, one the time little when sheep we were dating? I remember a little lamb. He took me to a farm. My mom's farm. His mom's farm. It wasn't her farm, though. Yes, it, was. it wasn't well, her sheep. It was, it was my uncle's. Or her lamb. It was my uncle's lamb. Anyway, he let me hold it, and there's a picture of me holding this baby lamb. It's it the a, cutest. It was a little black one. I love baby animals. Well, who doesn't? I don't know. Some people don't love babies. Yeah. Well, whatever. But anyway. Anyway, so yeah, just try... To understand someone's perspective. And if you can't, that's okay. But you can be respectful to them. That doesn't mean you have to go out of your way and be so kind. And But you can be a respectful human. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to talk mean about them to someone else. You can just be respectful. No, and a good way to do that too is like if they want to talk about something that you don't want to talk about or you don't want to hear about or you don't agree with, hear them out. And then say, those are some really good points. And then what do you think about this? And change the subject. Um, you know, because you listened, you heard them out, you know. 
um, if you don't want to get into it. That's a good thing to do so that you have the opportunity to talk about different things. Eventually, that person will realize, hey, they probably don't want to talk about this, and maybe they'll stop. Um, You know, start liking people for who they are, for the commonalities that Mm -hmm. you have, not your differences, because we all have differences, but it's the commonalities that bind us together. What are our commonalities, Nate? We love our children. We're both teachers. We both like to help kids. We both love each other. We both have the same religion. We have the same political views, mostly. Do we? We How do you know? I won't talk to you about it. Because we do. We both like to drive fast in cars sometimes. 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 We both like cars. She doesn't like to drive as fast as I do. Well, yeah, because if I died, who's going to take care of my kids? Um, They cannot eat mac and cheese every night. like to eat sweets and treats together. We like to cook together. Those are some other commonalities. She also really likes football, even though she can't play it. Excuse uh, you. <laughs> I can too play. I was I'm actually teasing. thinking this I'm week. Very much teasing. I'm gonna go get pads from the high school. I can get you and some. And we're gonna practice tackling drills with our younger kid, our 13 year old. No. What do you geez. think? Will that be fun? We have. We actually have a lot of things in common. Will that be fun? Yes. But we also have so many differences that sometimes it's really frustrating. When I'm like, you know what, Nate, you use two diaper wipes on the diaper. And he's oh, like, geez. This was, no, this was like our we oldest have to argument. use 15 diaper wipes for one diaper change. I am a clean germaphobe kind of person. Wash your hands. Jess after. doesn't matter if she has poop under her fingernails. Oh, my gosh. I wash my <laughs> hands. I don't have poop under my fingernails. Okay, but we have these differences. We're not changing diapers anymore. But guess so. what? Here. Oh, here's a good thing I've heard. Is it going to matter? In five seconds, yes, diaper wipes are going to matter. Is it expensive. going to matter in five minutes? Yep, it is. They're expensive. Five hours, probably. They're expensive. Five days, yes. Expensive. Five years, no. No, because it after really, five years, the kids are not using diaper wipes anymore. It really doesn't matter. So think about that perspective sometimes. Is it going to matter at this time? Is it going to matter? And then, you know, pick and choose your battles. You really have oh, to pick and choose Oh, that's actually extremely good advice. So if you ask my students, and some of my current students listen, and some of my previous students listen, and... Yoo-hoo! Hi, students! Right? <laughs> Look, the way that I'm able to... I, I'm, I'm very patient. I don't yell. I would never swear. I don't call home. I don't send kids to the principal's office. I don't do these things because patience has gotten me a lot farther than getting frustrated. Um, so my view really on it is, is do I really want to fight the battle that I'm fighting? Like if I've got a kid that has his phone out, do I really want to sit there and put all the attention on that kid and make him put his phone away and make it a big thing? Or do I want to just ignore it and move past it? I choose to ignore it. You don't tell them to put their phones away. If I, I choose to ignore a lot of minor problems. If there are major problems, I won't ignore them. But if there are minor problems, I choose to ignore so like them. like a phone? If the phone's on his desk, it's not bothering me. Oh, that's not If he's repeatedly about. on his phone, oh, then okay. I'll say, hey, okay, put your okay, phone okay. away, okay. please. And I'll walk away. That's fine. Okay. But, but like, I will ignore minor issues. Yeah. No, we're the because same. Because there's no reason. Like, who cares? Who cares? Because guess what? Kids are going to be kids. The point is, is if you can learn to ignore minor things that people do, you will be a much happier person. If you choose to look at all the minor things people do, you're never going to stop looking because there are always little things that people do. 
Always. Just mm-hmm. like when you sit in a classroom of a teacher that you don't like and you notice how many times they say the word um oh, or man. whatever. If it's a teacher you don't like, you're going to sit there and count the ums instead. And then it'll be jokes between you and your friends about how many times that teacher said um that day rather than the fact that he was teaching you about something that actually might have helped you. you I know. had a notebook for one of my college I... <laughs> teachers that I did that. That's terrible. But really, yeah. And if you do see the negative in someone and you're noticing that and maybe you want to change, awesome, go you, then you can challenge yourself to see one positive thing they do a day or say one nice thing to them a day or something. I feel like we're kind of, I'm moving off of what we're supposed to be talking well, kind about. Of, kind of sort of, well, so, and that's fine. But I don't know, we, we just want to help. Hopefully that helps you guys a little bit you know, on how to approach people that can be frustrating and maybe have teachers that can be frustrating or, or whatever. What? Teachers aren't frustrating. Oh, well, some of them can be pretty frustrating. I'm actually. just kidding. Um, but anyway, uh, but guys, like if you can get some questions coming in, that would be really, really awesome. Keep us on track. If you have anything that you want to know, any questions that you want answered, we're really happy to to anonymously um, answer them. Like we don't and won't read names or anything like that. Unless you want us to. Well, unless you want us to, I guess. Well, I don't know, maybe I won't still. No, I don't think you would because a lot of these kids are minors. Um, That's true. So anyway, um, get those questions coming in on our Instagram. If you want to email, you can. Um, Real advice uh, four, number four, teens at gmail.com is our email. And Instagram's real advice for teens. Yeah, at real advice for teens, right? Yep. So, I mean, get on there. Hit us up. I don't know if we say that anymore. Hit us Hit up. Hit us up. That's an old thing I used to say, I guess. But thing. send out, you know, comments, questions. I think it's like just. What do they say? I don't know. I know it's a DM. I guess I'm getting old. DM has been around for actually a long time. Really? Yeah. They, I was DMing people when chats first came out in <laughs> 2000. So 2000. that's not a that's not a that's not a new thing. No, they. Oh, and yeah, I will be better about doing the podcast. Okay, I'm sorry. But the more questions we get, though, the easier it is to, to, to do podcasts. We want to do content that's going to help you guys. That's really the end of it. And if you can, I mean, if you're letting us know what content you want to hear, we can direct it the way that you want it to be directed. So, yep. All right. I hope you all have a fantastic week and hopefully we see you next week. See not see okay you know what am i supposed to say here we can't hear them hopefully we are good enough to have our stuff together that we do a (laughs) podcast a week from today that's what you mean yeah but let's see where we be we should be able to do it next week we'll be good we'll be fine and then the week after we could be uh reporting live from our vacation spot reporting live well not live but you know recording from our vacation spot Maybe we'll bring uh, some guest speakers into it. Ooh, that might be fun. That would be fun, actually. Yeah, if you have, like, questions for other adults. They're not teachers. They're not teachers, and they don't have teenagers yet. They do not, but they do have kids. But different views. Yeah, different perspectives. Huh? What? That'll be a fun podcast. That just, like, full looped itself right there. All right. Anyways, guys. Have a good night. See ya.